This is Larry Fessenden. And this is Glenn McQuaid. And you're listening to Tales from Beyond the Pale. The podcast. Greetings, audiophiles. I'm glad you've decided to join us on this little journey. I hope you'll take a deep breath now. A deep breath and just relax and listen with me. Because wherever you think you are, maybe you're settled in your favorite chair. Maybe you're taking a nice hot bubble bath. Or maybe you're rollerblading down the west side highway. Or perhaps you're all sitting in a dimly lit theater wondering, what just brushed up against my foot? Well, look again, listener, for you are no longer where you thought you were. You've crossed over. You are now Well, listeners, I hope you're in the mood for one more little bedtime story. Here's a little something cooked up by yours truly to round out our Shocktober series. It is said that the best laid plans of mice and men often go astray. And that certainly would apply to the various exploits we've undertaken here at the Tales HQ. But I don't think we've ever gotten into quite so much of a sticky wicket as the hapless heroes of our next little tale, Larry Fessenden's Keeper. Cool it, Spitz. They're all over. Well, over and cool. What is that? Werewolf. Not that one, the guy with the hammer. No, that's that faggy superhero. Which one? They're all faggy. The one with the hammer and the the bad guy brother with the hat with the the horns and the capes. They both have capes. They all have capes. There's Dick Nixon. That never goes out of style. What time is it? He's late. I I can't work with a guy who's late. He's showing up or not. Manners aren't as strong, so he's a punk. He's really going to hurt my feelings if he gets us caught, I want you to know. But he's the best at what he does. And look at what she's wearing. I mean, she should be wearing that at her age. I didn't know you were so sensitive, Spitz. Well, I got a toddler at home. Makes a guy more tender-hearted, you know what I mean? I wouldn't describe you that way. Paranoid as fuck is the word that comes to mind. Look at who she's hanging out with. Freddie and the uh, the guy with the hockey mask. Mike Myers. You mean Austin Powers? It's Michael Myers, and he had on a William Shatner mask. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Come on, who's the guy with the hockey mask? That's Jason. She's hanging out with Freddie and Jason. It's a total freak show out here. You didn't trick or treat when you were a kid? I don't remember. I was too busy banging your mother. Lame. <laughs> hey, look at that one. That's the killer from some other big movie. Looks like he's got indigestion. Yeah, ghost with indigestion. Sad ghost. Didn't spend a whole lot on the killer. They didn't need to. Big franchise. Lame. Oh, look at that. See, now that's scary. What, did you grow up in the 30s or something? No, no. When I was a kid, Frankenstein was on TV, and I thought he was going to walk into my room or something. 
I was really scared. Lame. So nobody gets what's scary anymore. It's just serial killers and dime store masks. What about those hidden camera movies where they video the ghosts while they're sleeping? Lame. <laughs> I give this punk about two more minutes. Then I want to get out of this freaking neighborhood before I plow into one of these kids and steal all his candy. There he is. Where? He's the one without the mask on. Spitz, Jesus. He's the one who isn't nine years old. You're late. Sorry. That's it? You're sorry? You're seven minutes late. That's not acceptable. Sorry. Had to take care of something. Should I, uh... Get in. Come on, let's go. I got them. Where are they? Right here. What is that? That's your phone. More than a phone, fellas. Is that is that cool having the plans on your phone? I mean, is that is that a good idea? You stick to the driving, Spitz. No, seriously. Doesn't that mean the plan is on on the cloud somewhere? Is that a good idea? You know, they monitor the cloud. Spitz, pull out. Let's get this show on the road. Jesus! Hey, you want to get yourself killed, you punks? Hey, Spitz, cool it. It's just an egg. They're just kids. You want me to shoot them, Spitz? Hey, put that away! Jesus! Yeah, we shouldn't, we shouldn't have met in town. We should have made Mike take the train and meet away from all this. We had to come to town to pick you up. Yeah, you didn't pick me up. You came to my place because we're using my car. Whatever. Hey, take this right up here. I know a shortcut. I'm, I'm not taking orders from this punk. We're already late. Take the right. Trust me. It's, it's okay. It's okay, Spitz. That'll take us out of town. It runs into Nine West. Uh, yeah, yeah. Past the high school. Yeah, it's right up there. Take a close look. Close look at what? That's my alma mater. What are you doing? Texting your sweetheart? Not exactly. Jesus Christ! Amazing what you can do with a phone nowadays. Oh, what's going on? Hey, it's uh, it's just a gymnasium. Man, I always hated phys ed. You, you obviously can't control this kid, Turner. Just keep driving, Spitz. Come on, guys. It's a diversion. Don't you get it? They'll have all eyes on the school now. Call it a Halloween prank, all right? Let's just say it's an extra precaution. Unacceptable, Mike. You do your anarchy exploits on your own yeah, time. Yeah, I don't know, Turner. I gotta trust the guy I'm working with, you know? This is bullshit. There you go. There's your diversion, okay? I think we're better off. Nobody asked you to think. Halloween's getting rained out. Too bad for the kids. Better for us. So you sure there's no one at the house? No. It's been empty for a while. Rich guy died. Family didn't know what to do with it. All the stuff's inside. They got security patrolling it like it's Fort Knox. And there's an alarm system. But we're not worried about that because we got Mikey Mike here. Right, Mikey? I got it under control. Again with the phone? Why doesn't that make me feel better?
Radio works, Spitz. Kind of curious. Turn that off, goddammit! Why do you even have this guy along after that? Oh, Mike's gonna behave himself now, aren't you, Mike? And he's gonna do the job he was hired to do. Isn't that right? Sure, guys. Hey, I, I didn't know there'd be a dude in there. How can I know? I, I, I'm shook up about it, too. I'm, I'm really shook up. You see my hand? Look at my hand. Now, you know, I've had enough of this crap. I dropped this right now, but the loot's too good to pass up. Why is Bates so eager to get in there anyway? You know what it is we're after? I don't know, and I don't care. I'm gonna get what's in there and hand it over and get paid. What if what's in there is worth more than what he's paying for? I'm not interested in complicating things. And he's paying good enough for me. Sounds like you've mellowed since you tried to pull that fast one on Bates during the Dentler job. Well, he didn't find out. You're lucky. He would have not been pleased. Gordon put a plug in it. Yeah, no, it's just funny Bates would still call when you basically fucked him over. Are you trying to be a pain in my ass? Hey, sorry, man. Just banking, that's all. Because didn't you put a shiv in his lawyer's liver when you were doing time back in 2005? <laughs> I doubt that he forgot that. But that wasn't his lawyer. That guy kept his books for about ten minutes. Replaceable. Doubt Bates even cared. Not what I heard. You've been keeping tabs on me. People talk. So what'd you hear? Uh, gentlemen, let's focus on the task at hand. Yeah, that's fine. I just wanted to know what Turner here had heard. Forget it, Gordon. That was almost ten years ago. If he was gonna do something about it, he would have done it already. Forget it, Gordon. Forget what? Don't remember what we were talking about. That's better. You guys always like this? Did someone tell this creep I'm not talking to him anymore? Oh, come on. Look, I didn't know there'd be someone in there. It was just a mistake. That's not how you start a job with people you don't know. Tell me we're getting close. I can't listen to you guys another minute. It's about three more miles. and left on Bostock Road. Turner, I've known you a long time. I hope you didn't make a bad call here. I hope you didn't drag us into a bad situation. We don't know what we're here to steal, and now we got this, this punk going rogue on us. Look, Mike came with the deal. Bates wanted him in on the action. You knew his kid, right? Yeah. I mean, not, not really. <laughs> well, which is it? So Bates' kid was killed five years ago on Halloween, it was. Hit by a car or something. Yeah, I I don't know. I didn't know him that well. Bates said you two used to hang out. Well, I know Bates. I mean, you know the dad, because he asked me to come in, do a job for him a while back. Guess he liked my style. I, uh, yeah, I knew his kid, you know, but not well. Sounds like you two are real tight. Well, it's bringing a tear to my eye. Mike, I don't care who you know. Don't care why Bates wanted you here. This is my show, and we're doing it my way. I don't need any improvising from you. All right? You got it? Okay. I got it. Okay. Are we doing this or what? Gordon? Yes. Spitz? Yeah, I don't have any other plans for the night. Mike? What? I already said yes. Okay. Spitz will climb the pole and disable the electrical to the house. 
We head to the northwest corner of the main building to locate the remote generator and disable. Then we find the center basement window. Gordon will remove the panes of glass and we will enter the boiler room. We head up the stairs to the pantry, move south to the kitchen. We use Mike's schematic to get to the second floor where there's a salon with a gallery. Now behind an oil painting with a girl with a dog is a secret panel. Gordon works his magic on the combination. We head up the stairs. I got a drill to get us through the door on the second landing. And once we're through that door, we're in the chamber. It's a small room with wood paneling. Inside of the left panel, as you face west, is a locked box. Two foot square. That's what we bring out of there. Spitz is waiting with the engine on. We get here. We meet Bates at the Catskill Park. And then we make the exchange. What's in the box? I don't know, and I don't care. We take it to Bates. He gives us the rest of the money. So... We figured this will take about 25 minutes, assuming Gordon can get the combination lock in under five. Shouldn't be a problem. Are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I am heading up the pole. Man, I would love a pair of boots like that. It's going to be dark from here on. Let your eyes adjust. Keep the flashlights off until we're inside. Okay, you ready? Here goes. <laughs> And so it began. I don't think any of them knew what they were getting into. Just a routine job, they imagined. Maybe they even thought they were going to rip me off, take advantage of the old man. But they didn't know about Garrison. Poor, greedy bastards didn't know about Garrison. Okay. Generator's in here. Do your thing, Mike. Kill the alarm. Again with the phone! Done. Basement. Let me add it. All right, you got it? Let's go in. Mike, let's get your map on. I'm trying. They were inside Garrison now. They were inside, and there was no turning back. People say that the old man died of Parkinson's, but I know that it was the house itself that did him in. They say some houses are haunted, haunted by events that took place there in the past, some scarring of the physiological fabric that makes up a place, or maybe it's like burnt toast, a whiff of a psychic imprint that doesn't waft away. But Garrison is different. Garrison will take all the tiny bits of your conscience and play them back for you, make you face things you'd buried inside. It's not so much that Garrison is haunted, 
but it will find the haunted in you. How do I know this, you ask? Well, I knew the man himself. I met with him near the end, and you have never seen a more haunted mind tortured by the echo chamber of his tormented soul. That's when I found out about the box. I don't get it. The stairs should be here. It feels like we've been walking for ten minutes. How big is this place? It's my phone. It's not finding where we are. Are you serious? Are you serious? We don't need a goddamn phone to find the stairs that were directly in the line from the center window. Where'd you get these flashlights, Turner? At a novelty store? Light barely cuts through this dark. I just hold on. Just keep going. Maybe we're misjudging the space. You see that up ahead? That looked like a stairway. Jesus. That looks like it's a football field away. As long as it gets us out of this basement and goes up. I'm getting right. Hey, wait up! Hey, we stick together! Wait, wait, wait. wait. Stairs. Yeah. Stairs. Uh. <laughs> well, we're all in a bit of a panic back there. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Just a, God. Seemed like a, a creepy long distance. Like, like the inside of this house is bigger than the outside. All right. Well, let's get up these stairs to the kitchen. Okay. Yeah, this is right. I don't know. What was going on back there? But, 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 but this is right. It, it's it, it's through here and it, and up the, the the main stairway. Watch it! Oh, who, Jesus! Who did that? Jesus! Watch it! And hey, here's the door. It should be through here. There's a there's the dining room and then the hallway and the stairs to the salon. Kitchen. We're in the kitchen again. No, no, we already did this. Well, do we go back? No, come on. Hey, watch out! There's a door up ahead. This better get us out of here. There, the hallway. Right? Can you see? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, okay, good, 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 good. Steps right there. Stairs to the second floor. No more kitchens. Okay, okay, it's okay. Okay, we're, go we're going up. Okay, stick together. That's it. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Is it the second floor? Yeah, second floor. Just, it's the top of the, the stairs. I didn't see. It seems like we've been going up a while, Mike. Mike? Uh, I'm, just, I'm just checking my phone. I God, I can't get a signal up. The battery's running. God, what the, how long have we been in here? Uh, on, on these steps? How long? My watch says... Oh, now this can't be. What is it? It says we've been in here five hours. No, 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 no. Spitz would have called. Oh, what? My phone is dead. Come on. It's 
Someone there in the corner. Do you see that? They're just, they're just, they're just standing there. Who are you? I was just closing up at the gymnasium when you blew it up. No! No! I didn't even know you were in there. Man, man, stay away from me! All right, I got a gun. Mike, who are you yelling at? Put that gun away. I'm not handing over the box. No! No! Stay away from me! No! I didn't, I didn't do it. 
Come on, come on, man. What do you want me to do? What, you want, you want me to shoot myself? You know what's in this box? You know what's in it? What are you gonna do with that gun? No! Thirty-five minutes. Damn it. What's taking him so long? Those, those were shots, Christ. What's going on? Oh my God. Oh, oh. What, what the? All right, all right, who is it? Who the hell had the bright idea to jump out a window? Turner, 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 what happened? You're covered in blood. Mike shot himself. And then he came at me. Bates was in the room. Bates? No, no, that's not possible. I've been watching the house the whole time. Turner! Turner, Jesus! Hulk. Hulk. Well, what's done is done. So long, Turner. I might as well collect. Jesus! This thing's heavy. Now? Where are we gonna meet Bates? Uh, that's right. Catskill Park. Uh, <clears throat> Mr. Bates. I've just, uh, I wanted to leave you a message. I'm, I'm, I'm working with Turner, and uh, he asked me to call and say we're on our way. Okay? You're alone. Are you surprised? I see you got the box. How'd you manage it? I, I don't know what you mean. How'd you get it from the others? Did you double-cross them? I didn't have to. It seemed they, uh... They seem to have done themselves in. Oh, yeah. That's garrison for you. Like a big, awful mirror on the soul. Or maybe you set them up. Maybe you had someone in there kill them all. For, uh, for revenge. Some sort of revenge. I don't know. I don't believe in revenge, Mr. Spitz. I believe in justice. Okay. All right, fine. Anyway, here's the box. I don't know what's inside, but I hope it was worth it. Turner was a friend of mine, and I've never seen a man so shattered and, and busted up. Don't you want to know what's inside? <sighs> Look, just give me the money, and you won't see me again. I think you'll want to know what's in the box. It's pretty heavy. It can't be a couple of diamonds. No, no, not gems, but precious just the same. Kinda has the weight of a small child, don't you think? Folded up in there. Look, I'm not, I'm not playing games with you, Bates, you sick fuck. Just give me the money. We did our end of the deal. I bought the damn box. 
You might want to call home, Spitz. Make sure everything's okay with the wife and the kid. Yep. What are you... What are you talking about? What are you saying? What's in there? Ah, oh, go on and see for yourself. You've gone through so much trouble to bring it to me. <laughs> are you paying or what? Where is the money? Check the box. Are you crazy? Check the box. Are you nuts? Check the box. I'll kill you, old man. You hear me? I'm gonna kill you. Shouldn't you get that? It could be your wife. Maybe she has some news. Someone just called from it. Listen, listen, listen. I want you to go check on Sebastian. Right now. Right. I just want to know if he's okay. Look, Sarah, just do it now. Every fire starts with just a little spark that can grow and obliterate the darkness. Our time on this earth is finite, and each choice we make has countless reverberations. The mind is a vast and cavernous space that can fill at any moment with a frightening turmoil, and all the demons and goblins and all our stories are nothing compared to a consciousness aroused with fear and regret. The best laid plans are no match for the mischievousness of fate and its loathsome ally, indifference. Halloween comes but once a year, but its whims are with us always. The diabolical dimensions of the mansion that stands at the center of my brain. A place I've only ever shown to my psycho... <laughs> analyst. <laughs> and so, listeners, that concludes our series of Shocktober Tales. I hope you feel better equipped to enter into the Halloween season now. I know I've enjoyed our time together. In fact, I can't think of a place I'd rather spend autumnal nights than here, cooped up with you and all of my collaborators in Dixon Place. But all good things come to an end, and we must now bid you adieu. It's been a pleasure tormenting you these last few weeks, and I know I speak for my comrade Glenn McQuaid when I say good night and good riddance. Until next time, folks, this is Pheasanton signing off. You have just listened to Caper, written and directed by Larry Pheasanton, and featuring the voice talents of Mark Margolis, James LeGrow, Johnny Orsini, John Sparadakis, Matt Huffman, and Joel Garland. 
featuring Julian Maley on synthesizer and Eddie Zweibach on percussion. Also featuring Larry Fessenden on saxophone. Live sound design by John Morris. Live foley by Sean Brennan and Glenn McQuaid. Sound recorded by Jeff Seeley. Tonight's show was performed live at Dixon Place and stage managed by Sarah Jones and produced by Larry Fessenden and Glenn McQuaid for Glass Eye Picks in association with Clay McLeod Chapman of Fearmongers. Caper was mastered by John Morris at Ticket Audio NYC. Copyright Glass Eye Picks 2013. Thank you.